What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Locker Room Podcast. It's D'Angelo Palladino. If you don't already know, you know what I'm saying? It's Mindset Monday. You've seen the title. You've seen the thumbnail. This is a big topic. A big topic, man, that a lot of us struggle with. And little do we know what it's doing to us. Little do we know. All right? First off, you know what I'm saying? You've seen the intro, new little intro. I was going to do Young Nudie, uh, but then I was like, you know, I ain't trying to get copyrighted. I ain't trying to get sued. All that good stuff. So I had to switch it up and do a little royalty-free, copyright-free type of song until I can get get a get a song we all know and love. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to talk about last week. First off, I apologize about last week. You know what I'm saying? I knew I was I wasn't here for the mindset Monday or the Wednesday or the Friday. But you know, we back today. I had to take some time off. You know, I got things going on in my personal life. You know, I needed some. You know, some time to, to to kick back, go on a little trip with the old lady. We went to Charlotte, and I don't know if y'all ever been there, bro, but, man, it's beautiful there. Absolutely beautiful. If you ain't never been, you got to go. You got to go. We went to the we went to this rib this rib, uh, rib rib place, steakhouse. I don't even know what it was. Bro, you want to talk about some good ribs. Them, the bone was coming right off of the uh, right off the meat, bro. Man, had some mac and cheese with it. Had some, uh, some. They didn't have mashed potatoes. I was trying to get some mashed potatoes, but they had mashed potatoes. But they had collard greens. I ended, I ended up not getting that either. But it was some good stuff, bro. You gotta check it out. We went to uh, Charlotte uh, Hornets. We watched the game there. And my boy Lamelo was out. Terry was out. All the good players, all the starters was out, bro. So I was tight. I was like, dang, bro, you know, we spent all this money, did all of this to come see the dudes play we was trying to watch play, and they didn't even play, bro. They didn't even play. Everybody was out with a foot injury. And they, the thing is, is I don't even know, I don't even know if that was a real thing, bro. Like, they doing terrible this year. So it's like, are they injured or are they just, you know, one of them people that's like, all right, bro, I ain't really – I ain't trying to play if we ain't winning games. And that's that's very likely. I know a lot of people like that. I trust me. I played football for a very long time, and I know dudes that was out there not playing simply because we wasn't doing very well. So I, I ain't stupid. I know how I know how this stuff go. <laughs> I know how it go. But it's like, dang, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm a I'm a fan trying to come see y'all play the game, and y'all can't even y'all can't even you know. Just just hop out there one time. Lamelo wasn't even on the sidelines. He wasn't even there. Like he, I, I didn't see Terry either. It was like if they injured, they just wasn't there. They was just doing whatever they wanted to do, hanging out, chilling at the crib with their millions. But we drove by the the Panther Stadium, bro. If y'all ain't never been, bro, y'all gotta check that out, bro. They got these like statues of Panthers, like like roaring Panthers, bro. Like right in the front. Man, it's it's a beautiful it's beautiful there. Uh, it was like 20, I think it was 2019, I think 2018. We went to play Charlotte 49ers, and that's when I was like, all right, I got to come back here. I can see myself living here. So it was, it's was. it been a while since I have been there. But, um, yeah, it was a great time, bro, great time. I was wanting to go to the amusement park, but there was it was raining. Past two days it was raining. The last two days we was there it was raining real bad. The first couple of days it was beautiful, though. It was beautiful, but that's when we, you know, we was still getting, you know, figuring things out. Um, 
there's also a place called the Illusion, the Illusion Museum or something like that. Bro, it's trippy in there. Like, there's this room you go into, and it has a bunch of lights, like, going in circles. And it's like, you got to walk across this, like, walk. It's like a bridge or something. It's like on the inside. It's like a little bridge. You walk across the bridge, and the lights that are on the inside are spinning. And it makes you feel like you're, like, you're spinning with it, but you're not. You, you're really walking straight, but you be falling over. Y'all got to make sure y'all check that out. It's crazy. So if y'all if y'all go, you know what I'm saying, let them let them know that I was the one that sent y'all there. I was the one that sent y'all there. It wasn't your idea. Don't be don't be that dude taking taking people's music, taking people's sayings and stuff, bro, and acting like it's yours. It was me. I'm the one that came up with that. I'm the one that told you to go. So make sure you you tune in and, and let them know. But today's topic, bro, we're gonna talk about just how pornography ruins and destroys your life. Now, this is a very serious topic, bro, because a lot of y'all dudes out there are tweaking. A lot of y'all dudes are tweaking. Some of y'all know it's a problem, and other people don't know it's a problem. But I can tell, I can let you know just how bad it can get. All right, we're gonna we're gonna watch this dude's uh, this dude's video too. Because he, he he details his story and details, you know, just how it's taking a toll on him. And a lot of y'all in the same way. A lot of y'all, right? You you first you first got your first little iPod touch or something, your little iPhone, or your friends at school was talking about it, and you 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 dive into it, and it's been a problem since you was like ten years old, eleven years old. It's something that you can't get rid of. It, it's ruining. It's out here ruining people's marriages. It's out here ruining people's relationships with with friends, with family. And you know it's a problem when when you would rather do that than than actually go out and and meet new people. Or or you got the dudes that would rather go. They go to a party when they see they they ain't getting no attention. So they they decide that they they want to leave and finish off the night with 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 what's easy. Little do you know, little do they know, it's ruining them very in a, in, a, in a very, very deep way on a spiritual level, bro. Whether whether you are spiritual or not or not, you you can you get that feeling. Everyone in here, everyone in here has, has beat they meet. Everyone knows what it feels like. That 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 what what they call it when you have sex with a, with a woman, it's it's called that post nut clarity. But when you're doing it to your screen, it's not it's not clarity. It's 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 a it's a it's a dark feeling. Of like, man, did I really just do that? It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to a point to where you're like, bro, like, I can't believe I, I can't believe that, that. Did I do that? And it's every single time. It's on a spiritual level. It's on a spiritual level. So, so you know that you're you're addicted to this stuff. When you would rather do that instead of hanging out with people. When you would rather do that than than actually go out and meet new women, meet meet new people. That's when that's when you start to realize, okay, bro, I got a problem. This one dude, he talks about how he put himself in a situation where, and it got so deep, where every time he would get back home from school, every single time he would get done hanging out with friends, to go to sleep, he had to do this stuff. I've heard I've heard dudes say that out loud. I got to, you know, I got to, bro. For me to go to sleep, I got to, you know, I got to do my thing before I go to sleep, bro. I won't be able to sleep. My body won't let me rest. 
that's when you know it's like, all right, cool. I got to start to to look into something else. I got to figure out my life in a different way. And if you're out here struggling with that stuff, this is where you start right here. This is where you start right here to 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 learn. Cool, like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be vulnerable with myself. Face the facts that I got a problem. Go on YouTube, go on Twitch, go on Twitter, find the Locker Room Podcast and tune in. Because this dude's spitting facts right now. This dude's talking directly to me right now. I got a lot of things going on in my life, and I need to to, to, to tune into something to, to learn just how deep this could really be. So we're going to start with this, okay? The main reason why a lot of y'all turn into this stuff is because it is very difficult out here to get women, especially nowadays. You got, you got ladies out here that are, they, they have access to, to every single dude they can think of. There's this stat that's like um, uh, the average woman can get more play than, than a dude that has status and has money. And, and as an average dude, you got to have something. So the easiest thing for us to do is to turn to what's easy. We like, as humans in general, we like the path of least resistance. So, so you telling me that I can, I can get a quick, quick situation and I don't really got to put in no work, but, but search on Google. I can, I can go to the hub and, and, and fall in love for, for 30 minutes. Say less. So a lot of y'all are, are turning to what's easy, putting yourself in a position where you, you don't even, <laughs> you don't even know how to interact with, with real people, with real women. There are dudes out here that would rather do this than to actually fall in love with somebody. But they don't understand that this is what's causing it. They're like, bro, like what? You know, like it's just normal. It's just normal that I'm that I'm just would rather not speak to women, would rather not go out here and into the field and, and actually feel and touch a real woman. Dudes are dudes are still virgins because of this stuff. And that's okay. Okay, I mean, I'm not saying that it, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be. You know, what I'm saying that's that is the ideal thing. Okay, I, I'm a I'm a, a child of God. You know, what I'm saying so. I see it all. It, it all. It is what it is, right? But the majority of us, we not. You know, we aren't. We don't still got our V shorties, right? And some dudes, some dudes, they just want. They they don't want to have it, but they still got it. And this is the main culprit. Because it feeds them an understanding of how women are supposed to be. But that's not true. It, it, they, they, they see them as objects. They don't see them as, as people. And, and once you understand the, how the female nature, okay, this is, this is female nature, bro. With dudes, how we see things is we see things with our eyes. We are able to fall in love with our eyes, and that is what it is. With women, it's a complete opposite. If you get over, if you get their mind, bro, you've got their everything. I did not mean to press that button. But if you got their mind, you got everything else. A girl would rather be with a dude that is chunky, not attractive, and don't have much money, but he treats her right, and he swayed her the right way. With dudes, we she got to look cute in some way at first. We can, we can deal with her 
and how she is later. Why do you think why do you think all this stuff happens with all these dudes that that get caught up in stuff or they get some crazy some crazy relationship with some crazy lady? Because at the beginning, she was just a beautiful girl. And as time went on, you had to face with who she was. So now you're starting to notice, dang, like, you know, her her looks ain't all that. And that's why you see 40-year-old dudes out here still single, still not wanting to get in a relationship because they was in a relationship with a beautiful lady who ruined it for them. Absolutely ruined it for them. So that is the main reason why you jump into it. That's the main reason. Is because it's very difficult out here. But that's not an excuse. That is not an excuse for you to to indulge in this every single day, every single night. There's dudes out here doing this from the time they wake up to the time they go to sleep. If they go to sleep. Some dudes stay up all night long because they can't find that video. They can't find that 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 dopamine hit. And it gets to a situation like we're going to see gets to a situation where you you the normal the normal stuff isn't cool anymore you got to go into some more extreme there's some crazy stuff out here bro and what's crazy is when you think about it in the past right you had 19 year olds still indulging in this stuff because we're still dudes we still got testosterone and 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 thousands of sperm cells running throughout our, our body throughout the entire day but back in the day you had to get your, your dad's Playboy magazine or, or something like that. Now, now you got access to everything. It's right in front of you. you can, it's a Google search away. It is a Google search away, and now it's, it's way too easy to be accessed. The difference between dudes that aren't addicted to this stuff and the dudes that are is the dudes that aren't. They, they have a goal. They have a vision. They have a, a passion about something. Because you get addicted to this stuff really because your mind has has understood that the world is all about the sexual understanding of and direction of how things are. But that is a small, single, small aspect of how life is supposed to be. It's not really how what, what life is about. Life is about making a change, finding your purpose, finding your goals, and going after that. And then all that stuff, other stuff comes in after. Okay, so the negative effects that it gives you, right, relationship problems, like I had said before, don't know how to don't know how to retain a relationship, don't know how to how to how to even start one, don't know how to have a conversation with a with a woman. Don't even don't don't even understand it. It's it's like what it's like a Rubik's Cube to a blind person. To where it don't make no sense. You're like, what do you mean? I'm supposed supposed to sit here and have a conversation with her. Aren't we supposed to just, you know, supposed to just get get in the bedroom? Don't even know how to how to do that. There's there are dudes out here that are in long that are in relationships with with ladies solely based off of this, and all the problems start coming up because they don't even know how to sit down and have a conversation. Like, hey, this is what's bothering me. I, you know, this is the way we should be moving. Can't take no direction. Can't really tell her what to do. Can't can't give the relationship no guidance. So don't you know that, that's that's it starts right now, bro. If you don't start, if you don't 
get on this right now and learn how to get how to move away from this right now, it's going to be a problem long term. There's no avoiding it. There's also it says stress. All of this stuff is it's dopamine. It's it's it brings you down. Boredom, the dopamine again. You don't really know what's fun anymore because it shoots you up. Shoot, it shoots your your dopamine up so high that nothing else can really do that. To where your job's not important, your your brand new car that you just got ain't as cool. The new shoes you got, they alright. And loneliness. Loneliness because you don't even know, you don't even understand, bro, how to conversate and have have a conversation with people. You feel embarrassed. And that's when you that's when you need to understand, okay, I got an addiction. There's something wrong with me. And even if you don't have an addiction, bro, this stuff is not good for you, bro. There are some people though that um that I've I've read up on. They they essentially there's this couple that I think they were like like forty something. Yeah, they were like forty something. And they had like their 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 bedroom life was terrible. They they were they weren't really getting down like that. You know, there was because all they would do was like one, you know, one position, A, B, C, D, F, G. Then they got into it, and then they, they turned up their sex life, and, you know, it got all good. I mean, that is what it is. I'm talking about the dudes that are single right now or in a relationship, and they're doing it behind their person's back, or they're just doing it while they're single all the time. This is for the dudes that are tweaking. And we're, like I said, we're going to watch this dude's video. We're gonna we're gonna dive into it, and tell me in the comments if if you guys have something similar to this going on. And the reason why I ha made this a, a top priority is because this is a big problem, bro. This is a huge problem that a lot of y'all dudes have in the quiet, in the quiet, without saying anything to nobody. Nobody, no one has an idea, but everyone can sense. Super oily skin, super oily hair. Don't really take care of yourself. It's a lot of stuff, bro. It's a lot of stuff. We're gonna hop into this dude's video. Let's 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 tune in. So this is my dude. Uh, I'll share share which ours I can see. It's everything is everything. Make sure you subscribe to his channel, like like his video. I appreciate him for you know putting this out because this is this is real life stuff right here, bro. It's real life stuff. Porn ruined my life. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Zach, and I do a lot of different things. Most people know me as a skater, some know me as an artist, and in high school, if you knew me, um, I made clothes, or you, most people knew me as a skater, right? And I was always a kid that kind of was just awkward, and uh, from what I remember, I liked talking to people. I liked being around people. I was just awkward. I was just weird. I spent a now, how many of y'all are the same way? Now, you see, he said some people knew me as a skateboarder. Some people knew me as someone who, you know, made clothes. Some people knew me as this. But who did he know himself as? Who did he know himself as? You feel me? Who did he know? Deep, deep down in there. A lot of time, a lot of my time thinking and... Um, I would consider myself even to be a philosopher. I've always questioned the deeper meaning of things, and as I got older, 
I learned so much about myself and about the world around me. As a child, I... Now look, I'm going to zoom into his eyes. Alright? If I can, hold up. I'm going to zoom into his eyes. Look at this. A lot of y'all dudes look just like this. To, to everyone at school, he was, the, he was the cool kid. You know, he had his stuff together. He was a little awkward, but no one really knew why he was the way he was. Look at this face right here, bro. Look at this face. His eyes are all black. Probably stayed up all night long. Absolutely insane. Let's, let's stop this right now, all right? Let's stop this right now. I grew up in a Christian school, and I had a loving mother, a hardworking father, and two sisters. And being a Christian, I always questioned, like, why I have to be this way, why I have to follow these rules. And I kind of like just tried to understand Christianity or religion in general. Um, I've always just wanted to know why and like the deeper meanings of why I'm a Christian in the first place. The concept of heaven and hell really terrified me. I was afraid of both. I didn't want to go to either or after death because to me, it's, it just terrified me that I could go somewhere and be there forever. At the age of 11, I received an iPod Touch. And this is where everything made the wrong turn. He said at the age of 11, at the age of 11, keep that in mind. And uh, I would just download apps on it. I would download Angry Birds, Floppy Bird, or, uh, Stop the cow. you know, games like that. And I just had a bunch of apps on there, you know, and I'd watch YouTube videos. Um, I would eventually be getting into social media. Um, but I can't remember exactly what I had stumbled upon, but I saw this ad of a Victoria's Secret model, and, um, I would Now, I wanted to stop this right here, because it's, like I said, with dudes, what, do I, what did I say? It takes us, it takes little to nothing. It takes little to nothing to get us riled up. And the power that these women have is astronomical. It is astronomical. Dating back to all the way Adam and Eve, Gene. What happened? Who ate of the apple first? Who ate of the apple first? Now, it's not a made-up story, bro. It's for real. The power that they have is, is, is wild. So once you start to notice that, okay, cool, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe D-Lo is right. Maybe he is right. You, once you start to notice, all right, cool, this is what's happening. This is where things is going. I need to, I need to make a change. I need to focus on a goal and, and find a vision for my life. So this this type of stuff and these type of women in an advertisement can't change my life forever. Let's get back into it, Gene. Say that was the moment where it all kind of like 
stemmed from it was that that ad and uh I just remember my heart beating like super fast and like I had felt these emotions that I'd never felt before in my life um if I can go back and like describe what it felt like it felt like I was going to hell but it felt really good and uh it felt like the devil was like showing me you know what is possible that uh that God wouldn't have offered me this is something that definitely came from the devil or you know darkness there was some dark entities that had led me down this path for sure now regardless of whether you are religious spiritual whatever that darkness that he's talking about is exactly what i was saying after you release that that stuff and you and you allow that person through that screen to to accept that energy that you have bottled up inside of you you get that feeling you get that regret you get that 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 sense of like no worth it's a real thing bro even at this young of an age he was 11 years old and he ain't even he ain't even beat his meat yet it it wasn't a thing of god that's that's for sure anyways um and so yeah from there i was 11 years old and i found this new part of me that i never knew existed until that age and from there i just no, no, like, no, no. <laughs> actually let it go for a while like i didn't really pay much more attention to it after that i just know that i was fascinated by it i was extremely fascinated by the opposite sex and um some years went by and um for a long time i never even knew how to masturbate or i never even knew what sex was um all this was revealed to me of course through friends and uh one day i decided to look up the four letter word and it's not love on safari or google whatever it was and um i thought to myself you know this is normal everyone does this and uh this is okay because my friends talked about it and uh it's always on tv everywhere you look you see hear what he's saying do you hear him it's normal and 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 that's what it feels like and so it reaches a point it reaches a point where you like bro like there's a lot happening right now and i can't let this stuff go see ads or you see films with you know um taboo things and uh it's kind of just normal like is what i thought you know and um in high school people knew me as the guy with the afro who wore hawaiian shirts and was awkward as shit um i always felt extremely insecure about my awkwardness too and uh what fascinates me about that is that like girls actually liked it about me but um I never really liked girls. I never really liked anybody. I was You said girls liked it about me. Stop the cap. I was always kind of like asexual and I would definitely like to make a video about that in the future too. 
about, you know. But do you see, you see where the problem is here, right? He said, I wasn't really attracted to the women. I wasn't really attracted to it. I was more like asexual. But he was attracted to them on that screen. He was attracted to them on that screen, G. He was like, bro, like, I was so fascinated and infatuated with the opposite gender. But when I was in school, I wasn't really attracted to nobody. That's when you start to notice. That's when you start to see. And that's if you don't notice at that point, bro, that you got a problem, I'll be the first one to tell you, you got a problem. My sexuality and, like, what I kind of, like, learned about myself um, through these years. From what I remember, I knew a lot of people, and I tried to be friends with everyone. The thing that most defined me, I would say, was my creativity. I was in art class, and I always had a huge imagination. I had dreams of starting a clothing brand, I made YouTube videos, and I enjoyed talking to people. But throughout the entire time, I had an addiction to pornography. Every day, as soon as I got home, I just go straight to porn. This has always been an issue. You wouldn't even notice. Day. You wouldn't even notice. Seems like a regular dude. You know, just just one of them awkward kids. But you know, he he's a cool dude. He's doing clothing. He's skateboarding. He's just a normal guy. And like I had said, on the inside, he knows what's going on. And he's the only one that knows what's going on. Look, look at the, look at, look, look, in the right photo right here, and in this photo right here, you can't even tell. You can't even tell. But back then, I wasn't aware of it. Although there was this moment in high school when I started getting into spirituality, and I was smoking cannabis, and I learned a lot about different things at this moment in my life but I will definitely get into that in another video. I just remember smoking, and as I look back now, I could see that cannabis stopped me from, or at least tried to stop me from releasing my sexual energy. Um, I remember cannabis was highly psychedelic for me, and that's why I stopped. This medicine, as I like to see it, dissolved my ego to the point of insanity, and I decided not to smoke anymore. I was 16, and by the next year, I experienced the dark night of the soul. I experienced depersonalization, and eventually I discovered NoFap. There was this video of a Norwegian man who described all of the symptoms of pornography addiction. Well, we're going to go into that right after this. Um, NoFap essentially is not beating your meat. That's, re that's really all it is. There's all kinds of effects that that it brings um, in terms of, you know, moving you forward and progressing your life forward. There's a, uh, there's this episode on uh, Family Guy, okay? And you know Lois, his, his wife, there was, a, there was a point where they weren't having, you know, intercourse with each other. They were just doing, doing their thing, living their lives or whatever. And he was essentially not releasing. And throughout that time, that he was not releasing, 
his body was 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 growing. He was getting stronger. He was more motivated. He was doing great at work where his, to where his boss was telling him he was doing a great job. He was trying to start a business up. It's a whole y'all should look it up, bro. It's a cra- it's a crazy thing. As soon as as and his oh yeah, his wife was getting more attracted to him because he was doing all of these things. And you remember how I told you how human uh, human nature works and how uh, opposites attract and how female nature is. She got attracted to his drive, to to how well he was doing with his life. And as soon as he let let go and, and they did their thing because she was all bro, she was all over him. She was all over. Him. So as soon as he as soon as he released. He was done. He, he, he didn't want to do the stuff anymore. He was disorganized. His stuff was all over the house. He wasn't doing that great at work. So we're going to get into that video that he's talking about right after this. We're going to talk. We're going to go into it. And uh, it's it's a cra- it's crazy. If you if you can do it, bro, try it. If you can do it, bro, try it. It's very difficult. It is very difficult. I've tried multiple times. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's hard. It is hard. And all of the benefits of escaping the addiction. I was a mangina who never stood up for myself and who felt sorry for myself all of the time and cried like a little bitch after work every now and then. That's who I was. That's not who I am now. I remember feeling overwhelmed with a sense of hope that all my problems, my anxieties and insecurities would be gone forever. And boy, was I wrong. I went a week straight with no PMO and ended up binging right after. And uh, I felt hopeless and stuck, like I could never escape. I kept telling myself, I can do this, I can do this. But as the years went on, I lost hope and I began questioning if it's even possible. To me, I felt that if I couldn't quit cold turkey, then it meant that I'm a bitch. I struggled to see my own progress and as this was happening I had the symptoms of what's known as the flatline. And this happened immediately after the crash of my one week streak. I had no desire to live, I was empty, I had no passion, no drive. I began missing my first class more often because I slept in every morning. I lost interest in creating that clothing brand, I stopped making art and this was all as I was graduating high school and I needed to find a job, save my money, get an apartment or a house, date women, and go to college or whatever it is I'm supposed to do after high school. Something else I'd love to talk about in my future videos is how my mental health was at this moment in my life, because that is very important and I believe it needs to be shed light on. So yeah, porn ruined my life. And it's obvious if you look at the difference between me back then and me now as the look at the difference bro look at the difference look how sad and low and now look at him now you be the judge you be the judge G years went by I realized that this is a process and I can't change a behavior in one day or even in one or more years. Progress is measured by the overall total amount of success I make 
not by the daily failures. Because I used to focus so much on the failures, but when I look back, all I see is progress. Today, I still struggle and I still have urges and I still relapse and I'm human. I make mistakes, but um, this is something that's going to have to dwindle away as I get older. This is something that I'm going to have to overcome as I get older. And as I was watching this earlier, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, bro, it is crazy. This dude's life is surrounded by this. Every Everywhere he turns, bro. And a lot of y'all struggle with this stuff, man. Now, this doesn't make anyone better than anyone else. This isn't me, you know, shooting shame at you or anything like that. All right. I am being a little hard on you. I understand. But if you, you know what I'm saying, I'd rather it come from me than come from somebody with, with ill intent. I'm sitting here watching this stuff, and I'm like, bro, this dude is struggling, dog. This dude is going through it. Out of everywhere he turns, bro, this is what his life is about. He got a whole YouTube channel about this. He, <laughs> everything else has been on the back burner because he's been struggling trying to, trying to navigate through this. The difference between him and a lot of y'all and a lot of you know, people that get involved in this stuff is that he understands it's, it's a problem. So that's why it's taking over his life. And he's he noticing it take he's noticing it taking over his life. The people that don't see it as an addiction and they just see it as a part of what they're doing, it's inadvertently and in silence taking over the y'all's life and their life. Without you even noticing. Not having um, you know, a social group. Not have really, really being social and not really wanting to hang out with nobody. Not being able to get a woman. All of this stuff ties into it. So, but the thing is, is he's taking action. And that's what this is all about. Taking action and understanding this stuff is ruining my life. And I'm going to, I'm going to figure out all kinds of ways to, to, to take care of it. And it starts right here. And, um... I can say that I celebrated many milestones along this journey. Um, some of those, I would say, were six months long, and give or take. Um, and it's been nice. It's been nice having some positive, positive things to look back on um, to show myself that I can get over this, that I have gotten over this. And um, right now, I'm just practicing uh, MO, not no PMO, but, you know, trying to get away from porn. And uh, yeah, it's been working out pretty good. It's, it's not like as difficult as it used to be to get over the urges. Um, I'll make videos in the future about what I've done in the past to overcome urges and what I've done to negate the negative effects of relapses and um, stay tuned for those videos because eventually I will be given tips um, because uh, I wasn't ready to give out like you know crazy. 
a hand because I was drowning myself, you know, so. I couldn't imagine being um, this deep into it. Now I feel like I'm getting the ball rolling and I'm starting to find my way out of this deep, dark, like just abyss, you know. It's just a hole that I dug for myself and uh, we all dig this hole for ourselves, whether it be with drugs, whether it would be with alcohol, yep. women, porn, whatever it is we dig these holes for ourselves and it's up to us to get ourselves out and um this is the story about how porn ruined my life thank you for watching so boom y'all see it y'all seen it this ain't just me talking this it's a problem bro and as you have seen, it's somebody who doesn't even look like he would be struggling with this stuff. You saw from how it started, how it continued, what made it continue, his relationships with everybody and how, how they dwindled, his relationship with himself and how it dwindled. And you can hear in his voice how embarrassed he is to even come out and say this stuff. It takes a lot of nuts to come out here and say this stuff, bro. To put your entire life on front street. And the thing is, is I was looking too. He's got 15 subscribers and there was 170 views on that video. This ain't for clout. This ain't for, this is a real problem. This is a real problem. And, and a lot of, a lot of us dudes, we struggle with it. Like I had said, bro, the thing is. It's hard out here to get women, and on top of that, all the stuff that you see, bro, you go on TikTok, you see ladies twerking every every five seconds. We're all dudes. We all got that urge of like, man, like I, sh I might just open up a little tad. I'll be watching Fresh and Fit, you know what I'm saying? And they be talking about how dudes be on the next tab watching watching the ladies that be on there. It be dudes struggling, bro, and 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 the world will feed off of you having this addiction. OnlyFans, OnlyFans is literally from dudes who ha have an addiction. If you a dude out here and you got OnlyFans, bro, I, I, you need to delete that right now. You need to delete that right now. Because you one of them dudes that got that addiction. And it's time, it's time to see away from it. Now, I'm going to show you the video that he was talking about. So the dude that done no fat, right? And he talks about he, he did it for like six months. It was like six months when he talks about the video. The amount of, of positive effects that he got from it, from, you know, his skin clearing up, from, you know, being introduced to new jobs, having more friends, being more social, all kinds of stuff because you're allowing, you're retaining your energy. Okay? So we're going to go into this video and uh, so we all can see it firsthand where he talks about it. Hello guys, my name is Philip, and uh, I have uh, dressed a bit nicely for this occasion because it's been half a year since I have masturbated. Today it's actually exactly half a year, which means this is NoFap Day mm, 183, right? Yeah. Stop the cap! 183 days with no masturbation. <clears throat> 
So, uh, what has happened? What has happened? Well, I remember um, before before I went on NoFap, or uh, like way before, way before I started NoFap, when I was in secondary school, and um, I never got invited to parties. I uh, never got any compliments. Never happened. Nobody ever complimented me. I didn't have that many friends. I did have friends, yes, but. So as you see, my dude's dressed up in a in a suit, filling himself, doing you know doing him. Look at the look in his eye. He's about business. And as he was saying before, none of this was happening before. He was addicted. It wasn't that many. I wasn't popular by any means. I uh, couldn't talk to women. I never did. I, I just I couldn't. I would just choke. Um, and I couldn't talk to the uh, like cool guys in school either. Um, they just made me shit my pants. So that was the guy that I was uh, in secondary school and. Well, I kind of was like that in high school too. It got a bit better in high school, but um, especially in secondary school, it was really bad. I was a pussy. Uh, I was the very definition of a mangina. And so, secondary school came along, and I, I um, you know, I made friends that was a bit more similar to me. I guess you could tell. Uh, I guess you could say because. Um, you know, we were, we were studying, uh, you know, like the culinary, the, the culinary uh, subject, you know, and uh, so culinary, culinary is essentially like cooking, you know, stuff like that. That's pretty much all culinary is for people that don't know what culinary is. So he went to college, secondary school is what he called it, went to college. They was all majoring in culinary in cooking class, met them. And that's when, you know what I'm saying, that's pretty much where he's at at this point. And as I was sitting here thinking, a lot of y'all dudes don't understand just how deep this stuff really is, bro. Y'all really don't understand. I know, I, I know firsthand, there was a dude that I knew, um, and he said that he knew someone that actually got divorced because of this stuff. So his, his, his wife had went through his phone. She found that he had some crazy stuff on there. Some crazy. Th this is the thing, bro. The more you watch of this stuff, the more desensitized you get to it, the deeper you have to get into it. The deeper you have to get into this stuff. And the younger. These these people that get into these young these young this young stuff, bro. They not they didn't just get into it just one day. It all progressed. Now they like FBI, open up! And the, the, if you if you ever seen the videos that I see them, they cut, they pop up sometimes on YouTube, bro. And some of these dudes are like, bro, is this really happening to me right now? I can't believe this is happening right now. I'm not this type of person. They get carried away. They weren't able to ever nip it in the butt. I had the same interests, you know, we were all interested in food. 
and we were all sort of the same kinds of people to a certain extent, uh, which made it easier for me to make friends there, but still there was a lot of social anxiety, it wasn't really easy for me to uh, make friends, and also I couldn't, there was one thing that I just couldn't do, which was asking people if they wanted to hang out, like I just couldn't do it, I just had to like wait until they asked me if they wanted to hang out with me, I, because I, I was so scared, I was so scared of rejection, okay, I was so scared of rejection, I couldn't even ask my friends if they wanted to hang out with me, I, I couldn't do it, I couldn't send a text message and say, hey, you want to hang out? Uh, I could do it with my old friends that I had been friends with forever, but I couldn't do it with like new friends, I couldn't like ask them if they wanted to hang out or if they wanted to uh, I don't know, go to the amusement park, uh, go to the movies, uh, go to a b bowling, like anything, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Because I was, I was terrified of rejection, terrified. So that was high school, which isn't very long ago, that's just two years ago. And then, um, apprenticeship started, and I started working really hard, which helped me a lot with my sort of masculinity and also my um, sort of understanding of life I guess the thing is when you when you work very hard uh, you sort of learn how to take a lot of shit you know what I mean like you you uh, you get tougher so that for some of y'all some of y'all some of y'all be breaking down to the hard work I know dudes firsthand bro they, they don't want to they don't want no hard work bro coddled and they'd rather be coddled than work hard but little do they know in the long run in the long run it's gonna hurt you what, what's that saying uh slow uh fast money is slow problems fast money is slow problems same thing no hard no hard work seems good now bro but you know it's gonna it's gonna come up after you it's going to come up after you. Let's get back into it. That helped a lot for me to get tougher, but still, there was this social anxiety thing. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't ask people if they wanted to hang out. I couldn't um, really, like, even saying hi to people sometimes was hard for me. Like, I couldn't just say good morning or hi to people. Now I can do it with strangers. I, I couldn't even do it with my colleagues. It was just, it was weird. Like, I just, I... For some reason, sometimes I just couldn't say hi, especially to some of the like really cute waitresses. I just I couldn't say hi. I couldn't say good morning. Um, so there, you know, I got a bit tougher. I I wasn't really a man giant anymore, but it was still this this insane like we. She's cracking me up saying man giant. <laughs> <laughs> no no no. Uh. Weird social anxiety for no reason that I had. Um, and also, like, with women, like, I, I, women just made me shit my pants. Um, and also, I just, I sort of fell in love too easily, because I was kind of intimidated by female beauty, if you know what I mean. Um, their beauty intimidated me, honestly, they did. And I sort of talked about that in the, um, how porn is making you into a beta male video. How, when you watch it so much, you sort of... Uh, um, you uh, put yourself in the uh, 
um, in the observer's seat, if you know what I mean. You are an observer of beauty. You are an observer of uh, sexual interaction. So if that makes any sense to you, essentially what he's saying is, is when you turn yourself into an observer, you, aren't, you, you cannot indulge into it. So as you're sitting there watching it, and you're, and, you're, and you're just observing what's happening, you don't really know how to step foot into it. Same, same for when you have fans, okay? So when you got, you, you got your fans coming to the game who, let's say they never played before, but they're just fans of the team, or they're, you know, they're, they're fans of the game, but they never got to play. They, they're observers. They can't go out onto the field and, and run a touchdown the same way you can. Does that make sense now? All right, let's continue. You're not taking part of it. You're just watching porn. You're just watching the alpha male and the alpha female have hot sex, but you're not taking part of it. And that is making you into a beta male because it, it, it you know, it um, transfers into real life as well. So in real life, you just put, sort of put yourself in the, um, the observer's position because you feel that you're not good enough to take part of it. You feel, you feel like you're not good enough to have sex with beautiful women. You just feel like you're not good enough. And that's also not going to make you dare talk to them even. Because you're just, oh no, I'm not good for my I'm not good enough. She's, she's out of my league. So, uh, so female beauty tends to scare you when you're in that state, when you're in that mindset. So I stopped masturbating half a year ago. And everything just changed, and it honestly feels, at this point in my life, it honestly, uh, it honestly, feels like life for me started when I stopped masturbating. Life for him started. The life that I had before I stopped masturbating, it just wasn't really anything compared to what I have now. I have people telling me all the time that. They had a great time with me on, you know, the last event that we were together, whatever that might be, a festival or just a party or whatever. I have people telling me, you know, on Facebook, on text messages or just in real life that, man, it was awesome last time. Um, and it was so nice meeting you and all that. I have people telling me that both men and women all the time that they had a blast with me. I have people complimenting my looks all the time. Also, I have people complimenting uh, just like um, my openness. That's probably the compliment that I get the most. People telling me that I'm open. People telling me that I have an open spirit, <laughs> they often say. Or that uh, I have a positive vibe and a, a sort of open energy. Um, a lot of people tell me that all the time. And the thing is, is he said before this... I, you know, I never got a compliment. No one ever talked to me. I had no friends. I was in a position where I didn't even really know what was wrong with me. And it just so happened he stopped doing all this stuff, and now everyone's getting into him and, and telling him he's a great dude, want to hang out with him. All this stuff is real, bro. So if you're noticing, it, this, this is the thing, bro. And I always say, and I've said this before on, on my other live stream. The world starts to notice you and does things and treat you a certain way before you even notice yourself. 
before you even admit that you have this type of addiction or this is something that's ruling over your life, whether it's an addiction or not, whether it's a scapegoat or whatever it is, the world will notice before you even do. The world will take action before you even do. And as dudes, it takes us to get to our lowest point of our low to want to make change. You could be watching this video right now and still be like, All right, I'm saying I'm going to get it when I get it. It's going to take you getting absolutely obliterated by everything around you for you to make that change. And that's that's what we're trying to avoid right now. Let's continue. Um, they, they find it very comfortable to. To be with me because of my openness. And and. I mean, I, I have people telling me all the time that it's cool to hang out with me uh, and I get compliments all the time and it's it's almost confusing to me um, because of my past life, because I'm not used with it at all, because I'm used with the exact opposite. I'm used with uh, actually turning people off completely, disgusting people, almost, women, disgusting women. That was... Um, that's what I'm used with. I'm used with disgusting people. And so that's, now that's turned completely on the head, I don't even know how. So he's saying, he's saying I'm used to. He just has like a, uh, he, he's a dip from a different country. So he's saying I'm used with. Are you stupid? Are you dumb? You know what I'm saying? But he's not. He's just from a different country. That's all. How to deal with it. Like, I don't know how to deal with all this positivity. I don't know how to to really respond to these compliments because I'm just sort of uh, baffled by it. So, so that's how it is now. It's just a, an overwhelming stream of, of positivity and like people just being really nice to me and people just telling me very nice things. And it's it's night and day. The, the life that I had before I stopped masturbating and the life that I have now, it's night and day. It's it's Mercury and Pluto. It's you know, it's it's God and Satan. It's we get it, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll I'll get back to it. Completely the opposite and. I mean, I'm still sort of the same person inside. I still have some of the same traits that I had. Like, I'm not, I'm not completely transformed. Of course, I'm not because I have, you know, genetics just like everyone else. I have a certain DNA just like everyone else. But everything has gotten better. Like everything that once was bad is now good. My social anxiety, my confidence, my self-respect, uh, my ability to socialize—not only my social anxiety, but also my social skills. Uh, and also just um, my mental clarity and my ability to think on my feet and my ability to just think differently, to not really um, just take anyone else's opinions for the truth. I, I have my own. And a lot of y'all dudes have that problem. Now, if anyone knows me personally, you could ask the old lady. All right. Ain't nobody thinking for me, Jay. Ain't nobody telling me something and me not questioning. You tell me something, bro. I'm gonna be like, okay, but what? What, what about you know? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick it apart. 
a lot of y'all dudes don't really even understand that concept. To j- you just take things as as they come to you. And this and like it, this may be it. This may be the reason why. Even if it ain't the reason why, bro, you need to change that right now, bro. This is a little off topic, but you need to change it right now, G. Because you got a lot of things that you got a lot of ideas, bro. You got a lot of things that you need to put out there and the world needs to hear. All right, let's get back into it. Uh, ideas. I am willing, I, I am open for inspiration, yes, but I'm not obedient. So, I'm, I'm, my mental clarity is insane. I, I have extreme awareness. I am aware of everything uh, all the time. Um, it's like I, when I walk outside, I just I feel everything, like all my five senses. All of my five senses are just clear, like they're sensitive. Like I feel everything and I, I understand everything and I interpret everything straight away. And it's just, it's so easy. Like everything is just so easy now. Like I think easily. Uh, I work with my my um, presentation. I'm actually done with it now. I'm not gonna... I'm actually going to try tomorrow uh, to visit a high school and, and uh, just talk to the principal there and see what they think about it, which I'm really excited about. Um, but, you know, things like that, it's just, everything's just so easy. And also another thing that I want to talk about before I wrap up this video is my happiness. Wow. Because that was probably the biggest problem for me was my happiness. I was very unhappy. Now, I never really... Uh, considered taking my life uh, now this is getting deep this is getting deep um, I never attempted suicide or anything like that but I was deeply unhappy I was deeply deeply unhappy I used to uh, cry after work and I, I wouldn't necessarily even have such a bad day at work but I would just um, have a sort of urge to push out my sadness these uh, nuts through crying <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sort of complaining <laughs> so i would uh sometimes i just lay down on the kitchen floor and cry um and i would have difficulty sleeping sometimes because i just couldn't stop crying and it was sometimes it was very we got us a softy <laughs> intense um and i just uh, Every day of my life, I just felt sorry for myself, constantly. I just, I felt sorry for myself. I wasn't um, content with myself. I wasn't content. Is that even what you say? Like, I wasn't uh, happy with myself, you know what I mean? And so, I used to cry and I used to just feel sorry for myself. I used to just sort of complain in my head all the time. Um, now that the porn addiction is gone, I realized that um, it's not really about having lots of sex and even if it was it's not like everyone else are having you know way more sex than me um, but that's how it felt when I was watching porn it felt like everyone was just having much more sex than me much more fun fantastic sex um, and 
now it's just like, well, I'm not having that much sex, to be completely honest. I've actually only had sex once on NoFap. Um, but even that being said, that doesn't concern me. That doesn't um, bother me at all. Uh, and some people would say that, well, isn't that, you know, like, doesn't that mean you're sort of uh, turning asexual or turning gay or anything like that? No, it's not because I'm still horny, but I'm not sexually frustrated. I've I've made this distinction in my other uh, in lots of my other videos as well. Some people it just seems to not get through their heads, but there is a serious difference between horniness and sexual frustration. There is a serious distinction. Okay, he's gonna explain it, but there's a huge distinction. You got the dudes who are frustrated because they're constantly observing it. They're constantly putting themselves in a position to where they think, like he said, everyone else is out here doing it. But they can't get access to it. Then you got the people who are just simply horny. They don't just go and this ain't just a normal thing of the day of their life going before they go to sleep, when they wake up, you know, getting needing to get that thing, needing to watch, you know, what they need to watch. There's a there's a there's a huge there's a there's a distinct difference, bro. I am still horny. I still get boners every morning, but I am not at all in any way sexually frustrated. I don't feel sorry for myself if I haven't had sex in a while. It's completely gone. Do I still think about sex? Yes. Do I still fantasize about sex? Yes. Do I still find beautiful women attractive? Of course, yes. My dick is not going to stop working. I am not going to go asexual or anything like that. Those are just ridiculous concerns. So my happiness has gone up, yes. My sex drive, of course, has gone up. But that was not really a problem with me. For me, it was more like the happiness and the social anxiety and just the overall sort of confidence and self-respect was just, it was crap for me. It was absolute fucking crap. Um, I was a mangina who never stood up for myself and who felt sorry for myself all of the time. Mangina. And cried like a little bitch after work every now and then. That's who I was. That's not who I am now. So if you want to believe in that, that's up to you. Uh, if you still want to think that NoFap is just a ridiculous cult and NoFap doesn't work and all that, it's up to you. It's really up to you. But uh, I want to at least just share this video to inspire people to maybe consider it at least that maybe porn addiction is... Um, inhibiting people from uh, actually reaching their full potential and reaching their um, potential to be happy, to be attractive um, for women uh, and also just self-respecting and confident and uh, not socially anxious because that's that potential is inside of us all and I used to think that I was just genetically an unenergetic person. I used to think that I was just genetically uh, kind of socially anxious. Like, that was just me. That was just who I was. Now I have less social anxiety than anyone that I know. And I know it sounds like 
brain-dead bragging, but it's actually true. Like, I don't really... At this point, I actually don't know anyone who has less social anxiety than me. Um, and when it comes to the energy thing, man, I, I have a lot of energy. Sometimes I don't sleep for two days and I feel fine. Uh, so, it's, it's just bullshit. It wasn't genetics. It was porn addiction. That was the problem. I wasn't genetically unenergetic. I wasn't genetically shy and introverted and socially anxious. That wasn't just me. Those were all problems that I had made myself. And there's also an interesting book that I haven't gotten to read it yet, but I'm going to read it, which is called The Brain That Changes Itself. It's about neuro... Now, he, I'm telling y'all... I'm telling y'all. So, as you've seen, okay, you've got the dude in the first video. He talks about his story, talks about how things have affected him, and how, you know, he, he completely didn't know who he was. He's seen women on, on the screen, and it was a beautiful thing, but then when he seen them in person, it wasn't nothing. This dude, his story was exactly the same. But the thing is, is he came across this no fat. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to try it. Because what, you know, what, what else am I going to do? What else am I going to do? Now he's six months in, and he's seeing his life change in every single way. Now, if you're struggling with this stuff, bro, and this is something that you really struggle with, Okay, the first step that you need to take is you need to accept it and you need to say, all right, cool. How can I move forward and realize the potential that you have in your life? Some of y'all dudes really struggle with this, bro. And whether you notice it or not, it's hindering you in so many ways that you can't even imagine. So many ways you can't even imagine. So, Dila, what, what, what can I do, bro? I'm in this position and, and I'm struggling, bro. Like, what what can I do? There, there, there are all kinds of stuff you could do. You could take the path that this dude took, and you can just not do anything at all. They also call it, uh, they also call it semen retention. You can retain it, keeping all the energy bottled up. There, there's there's a bunch of videos out there on this stuff, so you guys should check it out for sure. You know what I mean? I'll make sure to, to leave some down in the description below. But you could either do that. There are support groups. There's therapy. You could you could go see a, a physician, bro. You could literally figure out what you need to do to, to remove this stuff out of your life because it is messing you up in so many ways, Jay. So many ways. But, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's it for today. You know, we're going to be back on Wednesday. I want to thank y'all so much for tuning in and continuing to rock with me here the locker room podcast you know we're gonna be back on wednesday we're gonna be back on friday if you guys want to hear anything um you know on wednesday anything on friday in particular let me know send me a, a, a dm on instagram send me a uh, shoot me an email you guys know all the all the good stuff bro but i appreciate y'all for tuning in it means a lot to me like the video subscribe to the channel also got locker room clips up i'm gonna be posting all the clips and stuff there so make sure you tune in there but that's it for today you know what I'm saying? And I'll see y'all on Wednesday. Peace.